Hello, everybody. Uh, once again, it's Cue It Up with the Q Brothers. I'm it's John Quartucci. I'm Ralph Quartucci. What was that little movie you were doing? I do that. I tell when you say And the... today, I'm... we have another Q Brother. Introduce yourself. I'm Steve Quartucci. Okay, uh, and now obviously you hear the difference in the way we pronounce our last name. Um, just a little background. Our entire life it was Quattrucci. Wrong. And then somehow, uh, I think after uh, we saw The Godfather, we changed it to Quattrucci. So uh, Ralph Quattrucci. and Steve say Quattrucci. I say Quattrucci. Um, now, I ask, well, now, let me just let me preface this a little something. I've always said this. Uh, here we um, go. Let's see, what, see what happens. You got cut off, Steve, because you're about to say a lie. So you got cut off. It froze. We have right? a lie detector. You start lying, the thing freezes. <laughs> what What is the name of the pizza joint that we go to? Is it Bertucci's? Danino's. That is correct. And that is pronounced ah. chi and not C. Thank well, you very CCI much. is chi. Okay, enough. Chi. We've done this. Okay. All right. So okay. anyway, so Steve, before we uh, get into our topics, and by the way, I gave him a little background, but not much. Uh, there's a couple things we need to clean up uh, from from uh, last one we did. Apparently, um, well, the first one, the first one we, and then we have an addendum for the second one. We brought up um, Ro- uh, Ralph's ex girlfriend Jenna, and she was on a po- on our movie podcast. Ralph, why don't you? Why don't well, you we we John the first cue cued up that we did. John did a little backstory on our podcast, and one of the funny stories I thought funny at the time was. And let's preface that that you thought was. Funny. That's right. That we did a I did one with three significant others, including Jenna, called Ladies' Choice, and I had made this kind of joke that it took Jenna two bottles of wine to actually do it, and it turned out that she got hammered and. She said things about me she shouldn't have said. And, but wait, and wait, wait. She was hilarious during the podcast. Very funny. Very funny. And well, got a lot of hits. I got a little call from Jenna. Not happy about the two wine. Now, I'm going to apologize because she reminded me that the reason she drank the two bottles of wine was she thought that she was going to eat. So for some reason, she thought we eat during the podcast. Don't know where that came from. So she didn't eat all day which explains why the wine affected her the way her did. So I'm going to apologize for not mentioning that part of the story. And just to say that she had two bottles of wine as if she's some crazy person. So I'm sorry. Maybe she'll subscribe again. But yeah, there you she go. did unsubscribe. And she, she did left unsubscribe. An, she left an interesting comment. She claimed that she left an interesting comment. I haven't seen it yet. take off. I don't think she'll be listening to this anymore, so it won't matter. But well, that's my you know, apology. In fairness, Jenna, uh, it wasn't done with any malice. It was actually... It was actually, when he was telling the story, it was actually a fun thing that you guys did. So uh, I'm sorry that you took and it And I way. said I enjoyed, I, I retroactively, I've enjoyed that podcast. So yeah. even though Steve, it broke me for six Jenna, months. So you know that, you know. All right. And the second thing is we kind of missed a great story. When we well, were no, Ralph. Well, no, we didn't miss the story. Oh. It's a story you want to tell that I'd prefer you didn't. But go ahead and tell Would it. Would you like to preface it or you want me to do it? Oh, no, no. This is your story. Oh, okay. yeah. Let me preface it. Preface it. So I, I think it was either 2011 or 2011. 2011. It was the last game, Red Sox-Orioles, and there was all kinds of – if you remember that night, all kinds of things had to happen for teams to get into the playoffs. It was so like six Sox, teams. Six teams had – The Red yeah. Sox, if they won, they're in. If they beat the if Orioles, they they're lose, in. And Tampa loses, they're in. So I get seats to the game. Front row. Front row behind the Orioles dugout. No, beside the Red Sox dugout. And dugout. we're talking to the sideline reporter. Um, Heidi Watley. Heidi, was Heidi Watley? Heidi Watley. So mm. we're sitting there during the game. It's a close game. Then there's an hour and a half rainout. 
By the way, the Orioles were in last place. The Orioles are in last place. And the Orioles and Red Sox hated each other. So we come back from the rainout. They lose the game. Now, I turn to Ralph and say, hey, as long as Tampa Bay loses, we're all right. And the Yankees were up like 7 nothing or some ridiculous score. <laughs> Tampa Bay comes back and wins. Red Sox are out. It's the biggest collapse the Red Sox have ever had. Now, go ahead, Ralph. All right. So part of, but the other part of the story is this all Red Sox fans at Orioles Park, Camden Yards. We're in a section that's all Red Sox fan. So John is high-fiving with all these people. They, you know, they're talking about the, you know, Red Sox, Red Sox, Red Sox. I never Sox. did this, by the way, just so you know. I, I got it. That's what I do. That's I my never. thing. Uh, so, yes, the Orioles go on. Last place Orioles beat the Red Sox. And we're sitting there, and John says, who hates the Yankees, all we got to do is not root for the Yankees. And what they did is on the Jumbotron, yeah. they put the Yankees race. They televised game. the game on the Jumbotron. And John says, Jesus, all we got, all the Yankees, if the Yankees win, we got it. As soon as he said that, Evan Longoria hits a line drive over the fence, Yankees lose. <laughs> so now the Red Sox are out of the playoffs. So, long story short, I used to read this website called Surviving Grady, done by Bill Simmons, who's now with the Ringer podcast. And there was an author on that who wrote a book, who was writing a book called Baseball Starry Night. And he wanted stories about all these people that were at different stadiums that happened that night. Because there were six night. teams, six teams, it went to the last game. And he was looking for personal stories about people who were at that. Mm-hmm. So I get in contact with the guy. And <laughs> he normally wanted real he, stories. Real, oh, I froze. He, he wanted, wanted real stories, not fiction. He wanted real stories. But Ralph said, hey, I'll give him a story. No, he, he said, normally uh-huh. I interview people. Why don't you just write something about what happened that night? And I'm like, great. Well, I wrote a pretty nice story. I'll just read you the last paragraph because it's after we're driving home. <laughs> you know, anyway. It says, Quattrucci returned to with me. Ralph Quattrucci returned to a theme, the other Sox fans who were their voice. The salt in the wood exuberance of the Baltimore faithful. Treating the victory as if they had just won the World Series. Even more painful when you consider they were in last place. But I understood them enjoying the misery that all those Red Sox fans were feeling at the moment. Then I looked, <laughs> then I looked at my brother, John. I had so- seen that look back in 2003. We said nothing on the ride home. Okay, none of that happened. The whole, I got a whole, <laughs> none of that happened. <laughs> yes, it did. What was that, Steve? Yes, it did. It happened. Just the way I wrote it. Did it did not happen. So I looked into his eyes and knew he'd never be the same again. <laughs> now, uh, I just said, remember, that's a good freeze for him, too. If you had said that in 2003, I would have agreed with you. But after, uh, let's see, they won 2004, 2007. So they already won two championships. Right. So it wasn't as earth-shattering as Ralph made it sound. He looked into my eyes, and I knew. He you know what? But it made a great story. So there you yeah. go. It was that's a story, it. though, but it was And fit. I'm in print, on page, whatever. Yeah. It's called Baseball Story Night. You should read it. Yeah. It's pretty good. It was awful. So the other thing was, Ralph, you didn't believe me about this. Oh, not great lighting. But this is the actual Twin Towers. I can't uh, believe won that. One in fantasy yeah. camp. Oh, I shut my camera off. Sorry about that. We're doing good uh, on this podcast so far. Yeah. But it's all yeah. right. Little glitches. There it is right there. MVP wow. Twin Towers. Huh. Okay. Look at that. So we did win Let's it. do a little uh, Bruce Springsteen glory days. I just Okay. So... Glory That's days. That's it. So we, we wrapped up some of those things. Now, Steve, the reason why uh, I wanted to bring up Young Frankenstein. So on our podcast, we did Young Frankenstein. And you were supposed to be on it, but you couldn't. 
And I wanted you to talk about it because you were the one, if I remember right, you had an album with, it was the entire movie, right? It was the dialogue of the movie. It wasn't just the music, right? That's correct. And you used Played to play that all the time. And over and over again. Yeah. All the time. And you know all the lines and everything. So give us a little background, why you liked it so much. What is it about it you like? Did you see it in the movie theater? That type of thing. Uh, I believe Ralph and I saw it. And I think, uh, like you said before, that uh, we were going to see something else and went and saw that instead. Yeah, I think Papillon. We were actually going to see Papillon get sold out. We go, oh, we'll go watch that. Oh, I, Steve was with you? Cause you I think so. Story. I didn't know it was Steve. Right. Okay. Sorry. And I don't remember I buried if the I lead. known of um, Mel Brooks at the time. I don't think prior to that what movies were out. Blazing, Blazing Saddles. Saddles. Didn't we go to the drive-in and see Blazing Saddles? No, I don't think I saw it at the drive-in. Oh. I don't think I saw that before I saw Young Frankenstein. So I don't think oh, really? I really knew who Mel Brooks was. Yeah. But then uh, after seeing that, I, I just I just got hooked. Pat LeSiver and I, a very good friend of mine, uh, used to recite that at work every day. And he used to do the lines from it, Prabhupada, and all that. And it just it continued on for years. still does. And uh, I just think it's 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 one of his best. Every little scene in that is just a little a comic gem. You know. You like do you like Gene Wilder in that? Oh, he was incredible. He was absolutely incredible. I mean, he he was um, a perfect, almost straight man sometimes too. Well, he was. You know? I mean, he, he was wasn't really a straight man in that yeah. movie. Now, he how was. about uh, Ralph and Marty Feld? Marty Marty Feldman. Um, Ralph Not, made a big podcast about Terry Gar, about how he was so in love with Terry Gar. How about you? I would say the exact same thing. I mean, she was the hottest thing then. She was the hottest thing, you know. Still. And uh, like like I had said before, and I told you about um, um, Butch Cassidy's Sundance Kid, those two, the, the scene I think that I talked about with you, Ralph, was the... Uh, oh, Catherine Ryan? <laughs> the pre- oh, oh, yes. It's and, another and rape and scene think, we talked about tonight. It wasn't a rape right. scene. Well, he pulls now, a gun on her and he yeah. makes her take her shirt off. Right. right. And they laughed right. about it afterwards. Of course they did, but you didn't know that at the time. Right. But that right. was super right. cute. She was cute as hell. Well, it was, it was just so, uh, as a young boy, man, I was like, this, this is, they're going to show something. I'm like, yeah. you know? That oh, that's kind of, uh, what you're talking about. I got a strange yeah, tingling. Yeah, yeah. Strange tingling huh? in my loins, I remember. Well, well, Ralph saw Clute. Yeah, something like that. He was six when he saw it. I saw Clute when I was about 11. Okay, but anyway. So well, how did we get to Butch Cassidy from Young Frankenstein? Uh, you, you went there we to uh, Catherine Ross. There you um, are. So do you still have the album? Uh, you know, I may, but I, I, I have albums in the back steps of my garage all stacked up, and I haven't touched them in used to play years. Stacked this way or this way? Uh, this way. Okay, good. Not, not up and down. You know, we wore that. I, we, I remember we wore that album out. The, the scene yeah. I remember was when uh, off the album is when he was trying to when, when he said, "Don't open the door, no matter what." That scene is the one I remember from the album. Open the door, you son of a bitch! <laughs> I was just I'll kidding. You're on head Can't head you head. guys take a joke? <laughs> Hello, Hello, handsome. Hello, handsome. Hello. <laughs> okay, what's your favorite line from the movie? Uh, That's a tough one, right? Because you always used to say, the feeling is a mucho. The feeling is mucho. <laughs> what knock? Say, this is pretty good. Um, his arms, his legs, 
he said everything will be of enormous proportion. He's having an enormous schwanzstuka. That goes without saying. That goes without saying. Ralph very, didn't like it popular in black and white. He's very popular in school. <laughs> He'll be popular with the ladies. He'll be yeah. popular with the ladies. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's interesting. Now, do your kids like that movie? Uh, they used to, I think we used to watch it and, and edit it when they watch it. Well, oh, there's oh. some scenes, scenes in there that they look back now and say, oh, you always used to shut it off at certain yeah. points. I mean, yeah, there's, there's a few in there that are but not, a little I mean, risque. What? what, like Elevate Me? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing. What's a risque? Oh, well, he, that, there's a rape uh, in that, rape that movie too. Oh yeah, the monster rapes yep. her in the cave. No, exactly. because she starts actually in the cave, right not in the cave. If you know oh, what I mean. Oh my last I found you. That's a rape scene. No, it's not. Jeez, six or seven times. Too. It's not a rape scene. But she <laughs> starts is. singing her heart out. Yeah, she's in okay. love. See, we can't joke. Please, Victor. This. Can't joke. I'm about not your joke. I'm not. Of course, I'm not. Joking I guess about. I was, but because it is, he rapes her in the cave. So where would you put that, Steve? Uh, and then in the cave. And a top ten list. Would would that make your top ten list? Oh, Young Frankenstein? Yeah. Comedy or just movie in general? No, just movies in general. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Probably, probably my top comedy of all time. That's definitely my top ten black and white comedy for sure. Yeah. Top, yeah, definitely. Top that's ten good. black and white comedy. You know how I am about these top well, ten. Well, you're very specific, Ralph. got to be like specific. I can't, I can't not be specific. Okay, now, yeah. interesting. Because uh, I rem- I just remember that I did see it in the movie theater, but I remember that album. That's what I really we remember. wore that album out at the same time when Young Frankenstein came out. You saw it yes. in the theater because yep. I saw Blazing Saddles, so I was familiar with Mel Brooks, and I knew. I, I mean, I, I didn't remember really street cinema. What was that? We saw Blazing Saddles at a drive-in. I saw it. I saw it at Stoughton Movie Theater. Oh wow! Blue Hills. Blue Hills Drive-in. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, uh, that's when everyone hides in the trunk. So you only one we, we did that. We yeah. did that. Listen, that, a lot hey, of things Hey, why is this guy going to the drive-in by himself? That's kind of weird. <laughs> a lot of things happened. We had those passes. Remember, Morton's gave us those yeah. passes. For that Man, drive. I went to the drive-in here in Baltimore. They lock it down. They search your car for food. Uh, they don't want you bringing any. You have to pay $15 if you want to bring your own food in. They literally will look and shine a light in there. if you. They ask you oh a question. Do you have any food? Now, I had a few beers that I was oh, going to try to drink, but I just couldn't couldn't pull it off. I felt terrible. I was like, oh, no, no, we get, we're good. We're good. Nothing, nothing. All right, that uh, Steve. Seem right. Uh, no, it's not yeah. right. A movie, this, this podcast was originally called, excuse me, our movie podcast was originally called We're Going to Need a Bigger Podcast, obviously from Jaws. And the rating system was Yellow Barrels, yep. one through five, whatever it was. Um, but Ralph never wants to talk about Jaws because everybody talks about Jaws. But I thought, because I, I, if I remember right, you love Jaws, right? I, I tell my kids to this day, the, the scariest movie I've ever seen is Jaws. It, it affected me like because no other you were terrified to go in the water. Any water, it didn't yeah. matter. Yeah. It could be a Any water, at the time. exactly. Yeah. Isn't that funny. I'm still right, terrified. So they, they laugh at, at me because it's that's ah, a stuff that I know. But at the time when that came out, it just oh, yeah. put the fear of God into you when you saw dark water. You didn't want to <laughs> go near it. <laughs> you were and, right though. And the, we also had the connection that our cousin Billy Q was down the vineyard while they were filming, the filming of it. Yeah. And he mentioned uh, Bruce. I think that was the name of the Yeah, place. the name of the shark. Actually, they kept shark. breaking down. Yeah, so he talked about they're making this movie down in the vineyard. We didn't know at the time what it was. I remember the seat I was in watching that film at Westgate Mall. And we were there with Billy and Louis Quattrucci. 
And I remember standing in line. There were lines, huge lines out for that movie, oh, yeah. if you remember. That was like and, the first real blockbuster. Right. Was- and the audience comes out from the movie before us, and some kid goes, the shark gets blown up at the end. <laughs> oh, you <laughs> Jesus, you mass holes, mass holes everywhere. I swear to God. But I was a mass hole back then. So, but yeah, some kid ruined that, but didn't ruin it because I just remember sitting in the chair with my knees up like this because it was cold. It was summer and they had air conditioning and never moved out of that position for the whole movie and just, just loved that film. What made it so scary wasn't even when they showed the shark, although that was scary. It's a fact you never really saw. See, this is why I don't want to, this is why I don't want to talk about it because of course, that's what everybody's going to say. That's exactly right. So why? It's redundant. It's redundant. The movie was great as an experience for us. And like Steve said, I, will n- I don't go in the ocean anymore because of that stupid movie from 1975. You still don't go in the water? I still don't. And, of course, I do all these shark shows for Geographic, so I even know more about it now. Wait, ring the bell. You brought up a show how, that you do. How close they are. Oh, you don't switch cameras for this nah, part? You know, it's, that's the other part. What the part. hell? Switch cameras. Let's go. That's the brand. I mean, it's the brand. I can't be. All right. Oh, we'll that. There we go. <laughs> so I do a lot for the for the shark, and I realize these drone shots now that go up over Cape Cod, and you see all these great whites just past the breakers. That's awesome. yeah. Jesus, yeah, because of all the seals all that That's they're letting crazy. swim around. That but, is funny, though. People were terrified to go in the water after that movie. I'll never forget. Remember the Pavarotti? Who are the people we used to name? Pavarotti? Who used to come to the pool all the time? Pavadoris. We went to the beach one time right after Jaws, and I'm swimming over my head. You know, doing the dog game. One of those guys, one of the I forget, came up behind you, right? We came out from underneath and yanked my leg like <laughs> like the hardest he's ever yanked, and I lost my shit. Never went back. I've been back in the water since. I go with my kids because I don't want to be a complete, you know, wuss. But I hate it. I'm looking around for I'm, Steve, I, Steve. You go in the ocean, right? I mean, you don't stay out of the ocean because of that movie, now, do you? Do you? Oh, this is gonna be the last time I'm on because of my internet, right? No, we're yeah, saying you, you swim in the ocean. I don't like to go uh, in lakes. Lakes. <laughs> I'm I'm apprehensive. I've been in oceans since then, but yeah, wow. I still. Think I don't about it. think about that. It's amazing was, the uh, the the effect that had on. I on went beaches. scuba diving in uh, Cancun, and I'm under the water, <laughs> and I've got an underwater camera, and I'm I'm, I'm with a girl who's face mask always filled up so she's under the water with water in her mask and i'm i'm looking at her and all of a sudden a shark a fairly big shark goes right by me and the only thing i was thinking was i got to get a picture of this thing i got to get a pic that's all i was thinking right so then the shark goes away and i i'm with the girl and i'm going like this you know to show her i just saw a shark and as i'm doing it i'm going wait a minute every movie like this it comes up behind you when you look in the other way. So now I'm flipping around going, the thing's going to come up behind me. But I never once thought this thing's going to – originally, it's going to eat me. So I'm not afraid to go in the ocean because of that movie. But I will tell you, when I, I didn't see it when it first came out. I saw it about, I don't know, about six months later. So I didn't see it at the height of the thing. But I remember oh, – That's probably why you're not afraid. I remember looking in, to, in a toilet. And going, this thing could come up through the toilet. That's what I mean. That's how, that's, that's how, that's how strong it was. Yeah, that no, was crazy. Totally. Listen, I saw a, Grizzly at the Stoughton movie theater. I remember seeing Grizzly with Kevin Grizzly. Hanley. Grizzly. Grizzly. Clint Walker. That, yeah, Kevin that, Hanley. It's a, 
Jaws ripoff and walking back through the woods going, oh, shit, here I go again. Now I'm worried about grizzly bears. It's ridiculous. Steve, what was your, uh, what, what's your favorite scene in that movie? Jaws? Yeah. Uh, that's probably the, uh, the drunk scene. When he's telling the uh, U.S. Telling the stories, yeah. Yeah. And, and not knowing until later on that uh, they actually were drunk. Well, no, they, they weren't. I mean, he was. He had to do it yeah. again. But he yeah. did it again because he couldn't get, he, he messed up. Again, a story everybody knows. And, um, and he rewrote it a little bit. He rewrote it a little We tried to get Carl Gottlieb on the show, but he didn't want to talk about the fish. He didn't want to talk about the fish movie. That's the, the writer. Uh, he was actually, he played the newspaper guy. Yeah, the heavy he, newspaper guy. taking the pictures. He, he, he was wrote a, writer, a great book. So I sent him an email. Um, we're, we want to do Jaws, and, and the guy who runs the podcast doesn't want to do Jaws because everyone does it, but I think it would be interesting to have you. Uh, he sent me an email back like five minutes later. He goes, look, it's the 40th anniversary. I've been talking about this all the time. I, I'm through talking about the fish movie, but uh, I appreciate the offer, and that was it. I was kind of I was and, thrilled and we, that he responded. Yeah, and we just found out he's on a friend of ours podcast. <laughs> yeah, he's, doing, he's on another friend's podcast. So My favorite scene, since you didn't I think ask. because we only have five people. My favorite scene is when they first start the chase and they start poking the yellow barrels into him. That music that John Williams does when they're going after the That swashbuckling. It's insane. It's so, yeah. it's such a great. In fact, he said he wrote it when as a Quentin pirate. Hooper said, don't worry about me. And he goes, all and that, that whole scene thing. where, yeah, where yeah. Uh, Roy Scheider's going under trying to get his gun and his glasses get knocked off when the barrel goes by his head. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, that but scene? the way that scene, I mean. Yeah. The scene, the way it started with the with the fishing line, a little yeah. bit of the all that. But then when the, the Williams cracker. music kicks in, it's just insane. Yeah. It's just great. No, that music oh, so was strong. That, I mean, the, listen, the music was a big part of why that movie of course. worked so well. Yeah. So, uh, but I just right. what what were you gonna say, Steve? What's your favorite scene, John? Um, well, I would probably say the scene, um, what, what, you know, the Indianapolis scene. I just think it's such a a well written scene. But uh, I, I like the scene where they first where they first go out in the boat when he's singing the song, bow legged women. And, and he's, you got your rubbers. And right. then they're going out and you see it through the, uh, uh, the shark tooth. I just love that. And, and that whole thing with the swashbuckling music, you know, uh, and then it t- took such a dark turn. And it's, did, did anyone read the book by the way? I partially, I don't think I read no. the whole thing. I mean, the book is so Hooper different. Hooper and the uh, wife had an affair. And Hooper dies. Hooper dies in, in the book. And the uh, shark just dies by just yeah. the sheer weight of all the, the body blows it took That's and the right. barrels and all that. Oh, yeah, I mean, that you know, the, the shark tank. And did you know this little bit of trivia? You probably do, John, because you know all of it. But the sound of the shark dying at the end. Yeah, um, Spielberg. I did read it, but I can't remember what it was. Um, he used the same sound in Duel. When the the truck, truck, and then in Jurassic Park, somewhere, I think Jurassic Park might have the, the sound of a dinosaur or something. I don't know if it's. If he used Jurassic Park or some, I don't know, but yeah, he connects all his stuff. So anyway, but, I, but you know, just the, the the disastrous making of that, how everything went wrong, how he was. I think he was wasn't he twenty five? He was young, right? Yeah, very young. Uh, they brought hookers onto the island for him to relax him. <laughs> well, you got to read the Jaws log. <laughs> but and, but and that's famous uh, Dreyfus is always going. Yeah. The shark's not working. The shark, the, he, he tells that story a zillion times. But again, the movie wouldn't have been nearly as good if that didn't happen. Right. And the boat's sinking. And right. all the sound guy was saying, save the sound. Save right. the sound. I don't care about anything else. Save that's the right. sound. So to me, that's fascinating. So well, and they created camera 
the rig yeah. they created to shoot half underwater, yeah. half above water, all all on the you know all on the spot kind of. So Steve, uh, we'll have to. We've actually got some pictures. Uh, the shark in the pond scene. And you got the road that goes yep. across and there's a bridge from where the beach was to where they go to the pond where the sun has that, you know, where the guy loses the leg. So we, yep. everyone on the vineyard yep. dives off that bridge. It's called the Jaws Bridge and, and everybody gets off it. So we've done that many times. I'll get some pictures in, the, in, in this. Wait, thing. you dove in the water there? I don't care. Oh, it. yeah. There was a guy actually that? killed in that place in a little boat. And the, the current is really strong there. And we'll push you right under the bridge if you don't go right across right. fast. Yeah, but we, we were doing backflips off it and everything. But every, I don't even know well, if they do it anymore, but they don't do it anymore? If you Google uh, Jaws Bridge, Billy Q and his daughter were on there. Just what, diving off it? Them jumping off. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. See, that's, that's interesting stuff, Ralph. That, you can't get that anywhere but I here. I mentioned guy who knew about the Bruce. Yeah, you mentioned Bruce, that. Well, Billy. we mentioned that. Billy. I said Billy. we could, you know, we could, Billy. we could get Billy to come on the podcast to talk about it. That would be a different perspective. Well, than... he put on some weight. I don't know how he'll look on screen. Well, it's just a face. It's a big face. He'll make face John, John, he'll make you look thinner. <laughs> Think about it. It's a positive. It's positive. You know, your face, I mean. Come on. We've talked about well, that. Not with that face. Exactly. Hey, listen, By the I'm way, you talked to, talk to that quick right? woman. Let's not talk around me. What was that, Steve? Let's not talk around me. I want to try to get into this quick. No, this was the line on the okay, cruise. Okay, Steve, you got I... a fat face too. I mean, <laughs> you want, no you want to join it. in? I mean, you really no want to hear about that? it? <laughs> we talked about it last week on the cruise when that girl who I wanted to do some work with with Time Life said, "Not with that face," and she, I overheard her. Well, Ralph had a conversation with her recently about it. She said uh, we made her whole day that day that we were talking about that. She's one of our fans. She is one of our. She's one of the three, well, including us. So four, actually. So Steve, let me ask you. Uh, you know, again, we got a little time. So, uh, movie wise, um, yeah. And I don't want to ask you for your top movies of all time because it's all based on genre. But like, what, something I always say on these podcasts is, if a movie comes on, I will always watch it once it's on. Like if I'm flipping channels. And yeah. it comes on, I'll watch it. Is there any movies that, that do that for you that you can uh, think of? I mean, Jaws, absolutely. Uh, I don't know. I'm, I guess I'm not as a, a big movie buff as you guys are. Certainly. You sound like, though, you watch a lot with your kids or no? No. Yeah, huh. Younger, it was mostly, um, I mean, a lot of Disney stuff. Huge Disney, because mm. at the time they were growing up, the movies were coming out. So right. that's when Disney animation was just really getting taken off. We would come out. Yeah. yeah. So that wow, was funny. And uh, singing in the rain was, was a big, I used to play that. Yeah, all Julia the time. talked. Yeah. We, uh, I have to talk to you about that. It seems like you tortured her a little bit as she was growing up playing that oh, well, over and over every morning Ralph to get him up. Ralph hates the movie. I can't stand that movie. I and mean, I understand. Like, I understand. It was like I dad. The, it was like dad growing up. Right. Of course. He said that dad with the Johnny cash and the exactly. grease and whatever else he John played. John Philip Sousa. John Philip Sousa. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Julia mentioned that. And I said, you should be arrested for child abuse because that seems horrible, but well, I do Steve, like the music. I just talked about it so fondly and her I love saw the, the podcast. Movie. Yes. I saw she, did. she did. Oh, I thought that was really nice. No, but I brought my kids. Uh, I raised my children on horror movies like yeah. Max. Yeah. Max. Uh, the, all the little kids watch Clute. Um, not Clute. 
Oh, actually, no. one of the movies that I did let Max watch ended up in one of my divorce <laughs> divorce <laughs> papers. What do you mean? Oh, that you let him watch it? Yeah, his mother came home and we were watching uh, Stir of Echoes with, uh, with Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. Oh, it's a great movie. How old was he? I'd say, you know, young. Like I don't want to say. Teeth and the fingernails? I'd rather not say. Yes. Wait a minute. He wasn't like younger than 10. The little girl in the chimney? Was he younger than 10? <laughs> the little girl in the chimney, that one. Um, and now Bella's become <laughs> my – Bella and I go see all the – not horror. Like, she's not into torture porn, but, like, The Witch – um, they talked about Baba Duke on the last podcast we did. I never. I was really into like psychological kind of horror films, and it's great. I love watching them with her. We have a good time. He? Yeah, he was young. Was he younger than eight? He was young. I, I don't have to say for fear of getting, <laughs> you know. Well, I think Don young. sums it up. How I old think is young. he now, Ralph? Uh, let me just say this: he probably shouldn't have been watching it, but he loved it. Yeah, he loved it. He so, loved it. Yeah, we enjoyed. Uh, enjoyed anything it. else, Steve? Uh, movie world five. I don't know. I'm not. How about I'm you, not Ralph? A big... Ralph, a movie that if it comes on, you'll watch it. Elf. Oh. Michael, Michael Elf. Clayton. I like. I. You know what? Uh, Zodiac. I love Michael Clayton. The end of it. I love that end scene when yes. he's standing behind the door. I love yes. that. Oh, pretty weird, huh? Yeah. Arthur's walking around here somewhere. Yeah. I'm just kidding. He's great. Yeah. She's great too. She's yeah, great she's very, in that film. Very good. Ida Swinton is great. Yeah. So I'd watch that one, Zodiac. I mean, I've these never seen Zodiac. You have not seen no. Zodiac? Okay. There's That's something. about Scorpio, right? The killer. The no, it's about Zodiac. The Zodiac killer. Uh, Dirty right. Harry, wasn't that Scorpio? No, was that was. That, right? Well, Scorpio was in Dirty Harry. Yeah, but that was basically. Uh, Zodiac. Michael, um, who's the guy that plays Hulk? Uh, oh, uh, Mark, Mark, Mark Ruffalo, Ruffalo played. Ruffalo. Oh, I played the cop who um, um, Bullet is based on. Oh, he's Bullet. Bullet. He's Steve he McQueen. His, his Bullet is based on the, the cop that Mark Ruffalo played. Oh, who was a big Zodiac uh, detective? It's a great film. Did they ever catch the guy? No, he never got caught. But they have theories on who it was, which is what the movie. That's the approach the movie took. Gotcha. They had their answer. And David Fincher did it. David Fincher grew up in the Bay Area when it was going on. So it's a very detailed film. It's great. It goes on forever. It's like two and a half hours, almost three hours long. It's fantastic. So that, I, that wherever I drop in on that one, I'd watch the whole thing from, from there on. All right. Cool. Um, yeah, I think it caught right, so, me off guard. I'd have to think about that. Okay. No problem. Well, this, the, on this show, we don't do it that way, Steve. We kind of oh. do it for the moment. So, okay. so, so you blew it. Basically, you blew it. So but that's okay. What I you do think now. of something. All right. The, uh, Ralph and I were uh, talking sports, uh, sport movies, and then it led into fantasy camp. But part of that, we started talking about playing baseball when we were kids. And I started to think about our childhoods and the way we were brought up and the things we did as kids. And I don't mean just how mom and dad brought us up, right? Because obviously that that affects how, you know, that can affect you as a child, obviously. But I mean, in our neighborhood, the stuff that we used to do with the other kids, like for instance, let me give you a real simple example. Uh, at five years old, we were walking to the convenience store to get our parents cigarettes or whatever, right? You would never, and I'm not a parent, but I assume that you would never allow your five-year-old kid to do something like that now, right? We were walking Ralph back and, and forth. school at five and six years old. I right. was going Walking. there by myself so, because you were behind me, right? 
So I was going no, the first at, year. By, I was there to protect you from Jimmy Jackman. And Rene Rafalco. Oh, yeah. I did not, was, well, not able to do that. But no, I you didn't. You blew that one. That one you blew. out of both of you, didn't you? <laughs> he had me right by the, the nads, and he wouldn't help me. I had, he had to run home and get a picture of me. Go home and get a picture of your brother. I'm going to keep me. I was the whole probably time. six years old, seven right. years old. Yeah. I remember you going. I get you running him up. I got to get a picture of Ralph. <laughs> Renee's got him by the stones. Yeah, that's good. You think and about I, that. You know that I told you that she's she's the mother of a friend of one of my kids. Oh, really? Yes. Did you Is ever bring still, that up? That she had she's still no, tough? no. Is I she still not, tough? I do not bring that up. No, you don't know. I think you tough. should. Um, yeah, but that's, a, you know, again, we're not going to go through this, but that was a different time. We could do that. Our parents could send us out. We come home but, when it's but, dark. But, okay. I, well, I know every- it was not necessarily that they could, set, they could, they could send us out because there were issues back then. and just they didn't think about it as much, I don't think. But definitely we. Well, the issues are always there. Some kid was right, always getting kidnapped. But, but, right. but it, it wasn't as prevalent. I also think, uh, well, I, I don't know. Like every generation thinks that, the next generation is so different, right? But because it is think about it, no. For the longest time, kids could go out and play and not worry about it. You could go to the store as a young kid. You never thought, and that was for a long, long time. And that at some point it changed. And I even noticed it. You know, like Patty's kid, Michael, was the first one born out of our group, and I used to, I used to watch him quite a bit. And I remember one time we were in um, a department store. And he got out of my sight for like 10 seconds. And I just remember my heart going down to the floor. And I, and I, I, rem, I remember that feeling. And I think it's so different. But what, what, what changed? Why did all that change? Is it, is it because more, more problems were being reported? Internet. Like even outside playing. We used to Internet. Play you had more information. Information, yeah. information, information. And it scares and everybody gets scared. Right. And believe me, I'm not saying I'm not, that you never knew about. Yeah. Believe me, priests, priests were like in our, in our, in our, where we live, priests were doing the same things they're doing now. Uh, you just didn't have all that information telling you all this stuff's going on all the time. And it just freaked right. parents out. As a, and, and you have other parents, like where I, in Maryland here, people were calling their authorities if they saw two kids walking down the street unattended. Like we used to do all the time. And they call the parents and go, why are you letting your kids? They, they call them free roamers or something. It was some crazy thing they had to call them. And they were like 10, 11 years old. It's not like little, you know, little toddlers. It's like, you know, 10 years, 11 year old. It's, it's, I, it's just, we get way more information than we ever had before. And everybody's afraid of everything all the time. Yeah. I think we were lucky. More, we were lucky to grow up the way we did. I absolutely agree. I think you, you have the issues and you should be aware, but it's of course. become to the point where they've gone too far, helicopter parents and everything like that. I mean, you got kids. You got kids who are terrified to leave their front lawn, you know, because they're worried someone's going to scoop them up. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that couldn't happen, or as a parent, you shouldn't be aware of it. But I just wonder. I just think about all the stuff we used to do. I mean, remember you used to play in baseball, Steve? We'd have 13 kids. We'd walk up to the baseball fields. We'd play all day. We, you know, I think, I think, and I know I sound like an old man. You know what? I'm going to say something here that's going to be a little controversial i think right part of it is we grew up lucky things didn't uh, things didn't happen to us but we have a couple people in our family uh our sisters who things were happening to them in our home that if we look back now might go hey there's some shit that was going on uncles who were 
doing things or saying things to them, friends who are coming in and saying things and doing things to our sisters that we never had to deal with. Like we're lucky we didn't have uh, somebody molest us as a kid. And we, it's not that we're in those situations because I have lots of friends who I'm hearing stories now that same age as I am who grew up in a completely different situation. So you got to kind of give it, it's, it's a luck thing. Didn't you tell us about a story? I don't know which. Involving you? Me? I thought that was I a joke. You, you mean the drive-in? <laughs> the drive-in? No, 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 no. No, no. You, you didn't say that was a joke. Ah, no, come I on. think it would be. I think it would be cathartic to open up. Uh, no, no, no. I know you're the one about. who brought it up. You, no, you man, threw no. the girls under the bus. No. What kind of joke? I didn't is throw that? the girls under the bus. What? What kind no, of what? joke is that? I don't find it funny at all. It's the joke. I know what you're talking about. The drive. I don't, uh, Ralph. I don't disagree with part of that. Oh. But that's not why we were able to walk to the store at five years old. That's not why we were able to walk to school. No, I'm saying we were lucky nothing it's happened different, to us. But, but, but a lot of kids at that time were lucky because yes, we were all, I'm not, I'm not all doing with it. Right. It wasn't like it was only us. So I don't know if I, you know, I mean, I buy some of that. But, I mean, it was just such a different world where you, you didn't think twice about, you know, Ring Olivio and the whole circle we used to play for hours. Uh, you know, again, well, remember to what we had no internet. We had three well, channels. And that's well, what, we had three channels of TV. I was, leading. we had that video game, which you put a piece of paper on, on your TV and it's a hockey game. Pong, pong, another sliver. It's a tennis game. You know, we didn't have much entertainment outside of inside of the home. So but, we but, had this, but I think that's interesting because I think part of the problem is with the devices that, Kids don't look to do that stuff anymore. It's a hundred percent of the problem. It's yeah, not yeah. part of the problem. Right. And you know, uh, Steve can attest to this, trying to organize kids yeah. to do anything. Well, and explain a, why, a, Steve can re- why can Steve relate to this? Because he's, he's a parent of six kids. Right. Steve's got six kids for six kids. For, and I have right. five of my own and, and, and right. trying to get any kid to go out and do something without you right. supervising that or telling them how we, you remember going out in the woods and playing hit the bat and just, yeah. we would just do stuff. Right. Now, dad and mom right. were very, they were with us all the time. They were doing stuff with mom and dad were playing wiffle ball with us and all tennis and hockey and all but that. We never needed mom and dad to organize something that we wanted to do. And we had enough friends. That's, that that's because did. we didn't have the choices. We didn't have the choices they have now. Well, that's true. We, that's we true. Had I, 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 I can't imagine if we had video games at that age, we'd be doing the exact same thing. Yeah. No question. No, you would do, you'd be that way. You, you, you were almost that way with the video games that were out there. No. Wouldn't you agree? Not. I was no, you got 15, you have, you have 10 pinball machines. I was always playing ball, always. Uh, I mean, we had Atari, you know, at the time that was super high tech. You had, more than, you had more than Atari. Well, but later on when I was old. How do you pronounce that? Right. Atari? Atari. 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 How do you Oh, Atari. 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 <laughs> um, but I just so, think. Oh, oh, yeah. What? Phone situation today has just become, and after seeing that social dilemma thing, it is scary. Oh, did you watch okay. that? I did. Almost made me throw I, my I, phone I, away. I've attested to that for. I'm not trying to toot my own horn or anything, but I've always attested. I'm, I'm no social media in my life. Yeah, I want to go nice. back to this. If I could, if I could not have to use my phone for work, I would go back to this one right now. That, I that, agree. That social dilemma freaked me out. And I can see it with uh, the the younger kids today that it becomes a a an appendage, and every opportunity they have for spare time, it could be, and it happens with my kids. I'm no no fault of theirs. I mean, that's 
part of the generation, but yeah. you can sit down at the table, start eating lunch, and immediately they, they, their face is on the phone while they're eating. They're just... Well, they text each uh, other at parties. That they're, They text people yeah. who are there at the party. They text each other. And, and it, that's become... You know, something that they. As you're looking at your phone right now to see, as you look at your phone to see what text just came in. (laughs) I just did the same thing. The whole thing with the bubbles. I was talking talking about Nick about the bubbles on the text. You know, what's the bubbles? The way they represented the 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 AI, the way those three guys were playing that scene. It's the same guy, the three. The way they would manipulate the AI for when you swipe and get what you want was just an amazing representation of what's going on. But you know that's what they're doing. Deep of down. course. I mean, it's, it's, no, you know, and, it, and I'm just as guilty. As I'm flipping through news, I know what it's doing. It's aggregating so I can get what I want to see. And right. it freaks me out. I just, it, do you guys think it makes – do you think this makes kids grow up faster than, than like the way we grew up? Oh, I would definitely say so. Because you know what? Like, for instance, like, wait a minute. Let's 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 clarify this. I don't. They 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 know more faster, right? But they don't grow up faster. Because I I I think they're staying in the homes longer. The dirtiest thing we ever saw was Playboy magazine, and if you saw that, you know, it was real scary. Not at some of the houses I was going into. Now, but now you have access to anything, and it's like. I used to love the Sears catalog coming in the house. Oh. Just to look at the bathing suits and the underwear, okay? That was the big highlight, right? Now they can, they can just get anything they want. Raphael, I go in his room, and I, oh, my God, I couldn't believe what I saw on the screen. What did you see on the screen? Eh, might have been something that he shouldn't, you know. But what am I going to do? It's pouring in. That's what you I know? mean. I mean, there's there so much no good. Yeah. There's so much good about it, but I don't know. I just That's the whole point of this. Show, the social dilemma. No, I, I'm going to watch it. Oh, I mean, you got to watch it. The guy said none of us go in. To, no, listen. Of us, you look up something. You look up something on, on the internet, and all of a sudden, every ad you get is no, related it's even to deeper the, than that. What you though. just viewed. Oh, so. It's psychologically what it's psychological doing to you. colors and, and everything. Yeah. And you think about these kids who their whole life is and now with right. COVID and they're stuck at home, right? Which isn't and, helping either. No, my God. Uh, their whole life is on that thing. Every, every, every information they're getting, every, you know, like and dislike is affecting them in a way that's just, you know, you know how you feel when you get likes on our videos, right. even that's right. ridiculous. It's, 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 it's terrible. But, but I, like I said, I think they're gro- They know more. They're getting more information. I don't think they're growing up faster. As a matter of fact, I think there's a lot of arrested development. Well, I think their maturity level can't process some of the stuff that they're taking in. It, it could very well overloaded. be. They're overloaded with yeah. the information. Yeah. I don't I, I don't. And that's part of the problem. And that, that thing even spelled it out that there's more anxiety than ever. And yeah. I can see yeah, but the other kids thing, are now competing. Of course. When you used to, used to compete with uh, kids in high school and that whole. I, well, it's not only that, Steve, but how about, how about bullying? Now you now, now you're getting bullied by a thousand people. Now you're right. getting bullied by a hundred thousand people, you know, or teachers. If you, well, I'll say this about them. They're the most egalitarian generation we've ever had. I have no idea what that means. That okay. means they don't judge anybody for anything except who they are. There's no racist, you know, for most, for the most part, they accept everybody for who they are. This is the generation of the they's and the, it's great. It's fantastic. They're going to change the world, but. They're stuck in a house now with their parents, probably, or wherever. I don't know how this is all going to turn out. It's just terrible. But, you know, having said that, they get a lot of information coming in on their phones and their computers and their 
TVs and we're all doing it, but it just seems like it was a, uh, I hate to say this because it sounds so old, but it seems like our childhoods were just so, so more simple. Innocent. And, and now it's so it's just, I think innocent, I think innocent is better. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, and again, that has to, that has to do with no information coming in. Yeah. We were ignorant about some stuff and maybe I don't, I don't think in some cases that's bad either. Well, also, well, I don't want to get into it. Like Spotlight. Have you seen Spotlight, that movie? Spotlight? No. Yeah. About the Boston Globe breaking the priest. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know and, about it. I didn't see it. And how the parents would just give the kids over right. to the priest because the priest has a certain right. you know, stature. Blah, blah. So, right. yeah, I mean, I think, I think that, information, but, is, information is good. These kids, yeah. they're smarter than we were, yeah. but I just don't think they're having the same. Obviously, they're not going to be able to buy houses. Right. As easily. College education, like we were saying, I was all in for $7,500. All in. Four years. Right. Bachelor of Science. Okay? These kids can't even get books for that for one semester. It's impossible right now. So, anyway, that's my rent. If that's a rent. Is that a rent? I don't know. Uh, kind of. Yeah. Not bit. a bad rent. Yeah, bit. it's not bad. It really doesn't have anything to do but with it. But, Steve, you're still, you still do a bunch with your kids. Yeah. And I just don't know how you do it. <laughs> I don't know how you keep that energy up. It's amazing with all the work you do just to be able to keep. Well, I I would say this. I think part of, I think part of, part of why you do that is probably the way what dad used to do with us. Cause you're doing the same thing. I definitely did. Our parents brought us up. That's what I mean. I mean, you do this. You you took over the business. So you're working all day and you still make time to do stuff with your family all the time. I don't know. And dad always did that. My, my, uh, we always saying dad, 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 but my too, you you know, she had five kids at 27. So right. she had her hands full, but I think that's part of, you know, that's part of who you are, right? Yeah. They were always involved with us. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, they weren't the type of parents that, that didn't want to be positive. They would definitely. And that's the way I, I think I, I hope to bring up. Have. Well, it's funny. You know, we talked oh, about it. I didn't want to be part of it. I don't want to. Yeah. No. We talked about the driving. There was lots of stuff that mom and dad didn't know was going on. And it was better off that they didn't know. I think so. And I would never want my kids to do what I was doing when I was 16 and 17. Well, you don't think that they are? Um, I don't think that they are. I think they've had their, their, their dalliances with certain things, alcohol specifically. But I don't think they're – no way were they doing the stuff that we were doing. They can't. Uh, don't they say can't. we. Oh, really? Yeah. Don't say we. <laughs> okay. I'm, we're not I'm speaking. Rat people. We're going to rat people out. No, no, I'm speaking to <laughs> myself. I'm not, I didn't I'm, drink till I was old enough to drink. Oh, you're so good. You I'm really not are. good. I just you're didn't drink. That's all. So I didn't do that. Now, yeah, remember, exactly. now one other thing Dad did for Steve and I is he built an igloo in the backyard. In one winter. Remember that? That was sexual experience. Spin yes, I do. And, that was, and we played spin the screwdriver. And I watched through the window. <laughs> there yeah. was a window on the igloo? Yeah. Go hole. <laughs> Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean that type of stuff. We used to have a tent. But dad spent Dad tent? spent hours, hours building that igloo. Did he ever know it was going to be a? a you remember of- what he said? <laughs> no. goes, Jesus Christ! I built that whole thing. You turned it into a den of iniquity. <laughs> you guys, sucking face and <laughs> spin uh, the. And it was all driver. dudes. It was all dudes too. That it was, was not all it. dudes. It wasn't all dudes. I remember. So, I remember right, Trish King was in that. Rich King. Yeah, that was my. Not, he was a, we should name names. Betty Blair. Oh, no, no uh, Bish Ping. 
I had a huge <laughs> crush on Bish Ting. I remember she used to wear this Mickey Mouse T-shirt that just drove me insane. I I, I, she, I've never told her this. I can't. I hope she doesn't watch. What if she watches friend. this, Ralph? No, she what? Look, did I said I have a crush on her when I was 15 yeah, years right. old. Is that exactly. insulting? But she did have to soft his lips. Fish Ding did? <laughs> no. Uh, I read Eddie, Eddie Hafferty? <laughs> New Year's Eve party at the uh, Flaherty's. Oh. She just came and gave me, a, you know, not, nothing real sensual, but it looks like it's like little pillows. Like, like butter. Like pillows. <laughs> like pillows. But you think about that. We had the igloo. We had the ice rink. He had the basketball court. The fort. Uh, the fort we had a go-kart. Back. We had the go-kart. Ice uh, rink. And we used to do, I mean. Remember we, John Grew fell off the fort? Yeah. Do you remember that? The, that? the plank was the the, yeah. the plank was hanging over the roof and he was sweeping the top and walked out on the plank and oh, he wasn't too bright. That was had, Kids barely got hurt back in those pool. days either. No, no, no. An above ground pool that was not big that everybody in the neighborhood used to come over to. We used to cook out for the entire neighborhood. We always hung out together. Remember what so dad made us do? 15 people at the house. What did dad make us do before we could jump in the pool? Oh, we had to sing Doe a Deer. Something. Had to sing something. Sing. On sing. the stairs. Right. And we've got Super 8 movies of that. I hope you got those, Ralph. I got them somewhere, but I'm not. Oh gonna, my God! Yeah. But all and we didn't have a we didn't have a lot of money growing up. But I don't think any of us said, "Oh, we don't have a lot of money." I mean, we never thought that because we never were even poor. that never that never even occurred to us. So here's we how, how here's how bad my dad is. One what? Christmas, my grandfather buys us a portable television. I think it was 20 inches on a cart, a wheeled cart, chrome. So chrome cart. Chrome cart. So what my dad brings out is the cart and not the TV and tells us it's a go-kart. Yeah, go-kart. So and you the, Quattrucci, the Quattrucci brothers are out on the street in a TV cart running around like it's a go-kart. And I'm sure the people are going, honey, uh, the Quattrucci brothers are on a TV cart. What the hell's going on? And then, he, and then he's laughing his head off and then brings out the TV. I'm going, what the? And we were like, hey, this is cool. This is so cool. Oh, but good. we had Pong. Remember we had Pong? Boop, boop, boop. Well, I was just thinking, I don't think we were as kids at that age worried about how we dressed and how other people were looking at us. We didn't have to have sneakers and all that. We, there was none of that pressure. We had sneaker outlet. Two pairs of sneakers. And Sierra's uh, big yank jeans. And, and, and Goranimals. Thick Goranimals. But I'm saying as, as – peers of each other yeah we didn't kids. think about that stuff. it didn't matter that only happened when you got a little bit older but kids i don't even kids think at it. a much younger yeah it happened like in high school when you see other kids but when you're younger like that you know like you know between five and 11 maybe 12 i wore women's jeans way. in high school you wore what on women's purpose jeans on purpose yeah me and billy q they was they were laced on the side or something i remember that <laughs> him and i had a pair of them were you, so were we didn't you, really we, we didn't care yeah. We were ahead of your time. You're going through some kind of thing. Were you listening to David Bowie too? What were you listening to at the time? The Cure, music. Cure. Listen to Queen then. Queen, Queen. greatest night at the opera. Remember again, Steve. By the way, was the thing, Steve. Steve. Oh, you know that Steve. Dad brought the first video camera into the house. Steve brought the first CD player. Things like a washing machine. I wanted to ask you: Was it a Sony? Um, I think it was. I think it was proprietary in the beginning. I remember, remember I, could not, I could not buy discs. Right. I had to buy the demos from the guy I bought it from. Because there was a lot no of uh, you what you paid. A lot of Glenn Miller. Six hundred bucks, seven hundred bucks. Holy oh, shit. I thought it would have been more than that. It looked yeah. like a washing machine. It was so big. But it was big in and, silver, right? 
Yeah, and my uh, car had the first CD player. Oh, look at you. I asked the guy, I said, I want a CD player. He goes, what's a CD? I said, it's compact. I never heard of it. They only Was that the RX-7? Yeah. The RX-7. What a babe magnet. You must have been a babe magnet. Jesus. RX-7 playing a CD? Oh, man. You're like every douche in every comedy movie. I work at Service Merchandise, so I had a portable... Uh, I want to consider player. myself a douche, Ralph, but okay. That well, I mean, I'm just saying that. And then you, you know, can play it through the thing. Sorry, I'm sorry, Steve. That's this is. You try to have a little have, repertoire here, a little fun. You had the first all. compact I disc. I remember that. You were a big audiophile. I remember that. Was I? I was. <clears throat> Not so much anymore. I mean, you know. Well, you got I, other priorities now. Look at your. I've got equipment, but I haven't touched that stuff in 15, 20 years. That's really? Funny. I'm loading up CDs right now. CD. I, I have a uh, 400 CD carousel. I got that also plays that plays DVDs as well. Yeah, so, I, I downloaded yeah. every CD I own. I think I got. Yeah, it see, I got rid of all my CDs and I'm now buying them all back. Yeah, no, I still got all mine. I, just, I, I like, I like, I like, I like, uh, I like media like that. Well, you see, vinyls coming back big time. Oh, that's been coming back. All us hipsters no, have been doing vinyl uh, for a while. Come on. No. Come they're on. Don't sell, you clean? A lot you of clean your thing and John, uh, John yeah. Samuels always used to say. He likes vinyl better than CD. Everybody, it sounds more organic. It I sounds more. I, I couldn't tell the difference. It's like, it's like oaky wine, same thing. It's, it's all. Well, you just you just crush everybody, Ralph, huh? Who am I crushing? I just crush myself. Everybody says that. Well, John said it. All right, and he's not here anymore. God rest oh. his soul. R.I.P. So rest, rest in power. Rest in power. That's a new. Power? That's a new lefty saying. Rest in power. Yeah. So anyway, you guys, uh, got to get on it. Left is best. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, oh wow, that went quick. Uh, I just, you know, I um, I fondly look back on our childhood, and you know, we were also very close uh, as far as age goes. So uh, we're probably closer than a lot of families who are spread apart. So we did everything together. But but uh, I just remember everybody in the neighborhood always doing stuff with everybody in the neighborhood. Always, um, whether it be baseball, whether it be you know we we're playing tag. Whatever we were doing, it was yeah. always big groups. I mean, part oh, of that is time. That's post yeah. post war, you know. Well, post war. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. And young kids up. Yeah, it was just so different. It was just so different. But it was it was a happy. It was very. It was a very happy child. I think we all. I mean, I can't speak for Patty and Marie, but I would like to think we all. Everyone had a happy childhood. No, In fact, I'm I think, just what I mean about Patty and Marie. They were dealing with stuff that as young women we didn't have to deal with that's all yeah but you as they had adult, a great life they were with us as an adult you can look back on it and say well that was skeevy but back then you probably weren't even thinking like that you know what i mean no they were telling me back then it was skeevy when one of my friends would come in and she could see his you know <laughs> well yeah but that i mean <laughs> yeah i was sure. your friend yeah no, I mean, you I, had, I, had, I had the you only hung out with friend. some sketchy dudes. Man. I guess I did. Turns yeah. out, maybe I did. Yeah. What's the driving story, by the way, Ralph? You really didn't tell. You kind of brushed it off. No, I said I was at. I saw Clued at twelve. Yeah. Very confusing film for a twelve-year-old. Yeah. With who? That's why I can't wait to That's see it. That's the story with the Flaherty's. Oh. Oh. So they brought you to Clued at twelve. Yeah, somebody well, how did. How old were they? Well, they were the same age, right? Pat, how old was Pat? No. Pat's a little older. No, than Pat I was, was uh, three years older than. Okay. Bob. No, 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 no. Billy and Bobby are older than Ralph. One year. Years. They're two, maybe One two year. years older. I, th- yeah. I thought you graduated Pat's same year. going to be five years older. Yeah, Ralph. but we saw, I saw Blazing Saddles with them, and I definitely saw Clute with them as well. 
I was telling Ralph that uh, Blazing Saddles was the first R-rated movie I saw because Mary Jo Stack was work, working the booth at Stoughton Theater, and she let me in. The manager wouldn't let me in. She goes, let him in. It was great. And it wasn't even – I look back on that now, I'm like, what the hell was that rated R for? Well, Do you guys remember the Evil Knievel phase we went through? Jumping our bikes but, over oh, everything? Yeah, but everybody did. John God and Mike well, Ford. I had – I had the Huffy yeah. Thunder Road. The Huffy with the Thunder Road. On, with the Tommy Constantine had a mini bike. It had the. Uh, I got the handles. The that little handle. That bike got stolen. I was so heartbroken. Yeah. Wow. Mom Good old days. For my birthday. Ugh. See, the bad things did happen. See. But I, I, I got, got it back. Didn't you get? Didn't you get hit by a van, John? Yes, but but remember the story was John got hit. But because he was reading comic books, he said he was able to roll and get right up. Is that the story, John? So what happened was I was riding my bike to the store. Seven Up store. I had a cough drop, and I called it a super energy pill. So it gave me speed. So a van was coming, and I thought because I took this super energy pill, I could get by before the van went. And I remember turning and seeing the grill of the van. (laughs) It hits me. I go flying. And it was on, uh, uh, what's that cross street? On Harry? School Street and Drake, whatever that street was. Harry. The van goes down, like almost to the end of the street. I'm on the ground. My bike is mangled. He gets out of the van and runs all the way back. He doesn't back up. Are you okay? Are you okay? I go, yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. I go into the store. Now, I've got my bike. I go into the store, and I'm like this. And I was there to get cigarettes for my and dad. My hands are shaking. There you go. Another, another. I just got hit by a van. (laughs) So then when I went back, I told my dad. That's the story. My super energy. And then did you get the cigarettes? Yeah, I got them. L and M's. Yeah. Right. We used to buy them at seven years old. My mom wants some L and M's. Yeah, here you go. Here. That's what I mean. It's a different world now. But uh, yeah, I should have died. I can't believe I didn't die because I could see the grill of the van. Ugh. Mom saved my life in the pool. I was swimming in that pool by myself, and I either had to plug the filter in or unplug the filter. I forget which scenario it was going to be. And so I'm half in the water, reaching over like this to pull the plug, and she screams. Oh, my God. I would have been. And then, Dad, Dad, I remember, who was the cute girl that lived on the other side of the block? The cute little Jewish girl. I can't remember. The two sisters, Cindy and – Cindy. So I'm riding my little bike, and I see Cindy, and we're going to race. And I'll never forget this. So we're racing around around the opposite way. So we're coming around from the Stearns and heading down towards Papa's house, right? And I'm riding the bike, and I'm racing like this. And all I remember is looking at her wheels while I'm racing. And I hear Dad go, Ralph! He screams my name. And I turn around, and I was within three feet of a car that I would have just, I would have probably broken my neck because I would have hit it and flopped over and died. And see, women, women. I was you, staring at her you, bike. You had a problem even back then? <laughs> so, <laughs> Dad saved my life with that one. Oh, man, you and the sparks, man, I'm telling you. I'm a spark chaser. You are a spark out. chaser. Steve, any brushes with death? You, well, Steve, the big story with Steve is when he broke his arm in baseball. Well, that wasn't a brush with death. That just hurt No, me. but that, was, that is about as gross no, as that get. I think, no, Ralph and I were together working uh, with dad on a job. It was a school, big boiler room. I remember that. He was working with uh, Jimmy Martin, 
at the time. And Ralph and I were, they had stored the, um, the pole vault um, pads in the boiler room, big things. And him and I were jumping on these things and having a good time. And I do this flip off of one. I miss it, hit the floor, and my whole back goes numb. I remember being on the floor, my numbness my back. I look up, and Dad is on top of the boiler looking down. He's going, oh, no. Comes down. I was okay, luckily, but I can remember we were just doing these flips, and I just hit. Unbelievable. It made him freeze. Do you remember the other thing Dad used to? Oh, my God. What? Remember the other stuff Dad used to let us do? Used to let us rip all the uh, asbestos, the, the asbestos off the boilers, <laughs> and we're like, "Whoa, wow. it's like snow!" It's snowing. Snow. No, did ever did ever like the, the uh, did ever like the <laughs> no, when you were you're in the, when you were in the boiler? Did ever like that? Get the whole flame going. <laughs> yeah, is this fun? Get me no. out! Uh, John, you probably went through the same thing. Whenever a house froze in the winter. I always had to be the one to crawl because I was small. I had to be the one to crawl under the yeah. crawl space with a hair dryer, whatever the hell we did to get the thing. Well, I remember the crawl space that uh, our grandfather owned a motel in Falmouth, Mass, and he had a crawl oh, yeah. space. The Vidalia. And it was like you were waiting for the rats to chew you up. It was just, yeah. uh, it was scary. Yeah. That was scary. I guess our yeah. parents were, you know, did get us in a lot of crazy. <laughs> they well, weren't we around much. The hotel. Was worked for, we the worked hotel. for That's Mass. you ran through the uh, door, Ralph. I didn't oh, quite yeah, get no. through it, luckily. You didn't get luckily. through it. Double it was plane. a double, double, pane, double pane glass. But you had stitches, right? You got Yeah, I got. I, I hit it hard. I hit it hard. That's the same motel. But I didn't go through the window. If I'd gone yeah. through the window, I probably would be dead then, too. That was, was the double pane. I saw a naked lady. What? You saw a naked lady at the hotel? Yeah. Oh. We're at the hotel. Oh, God. And uh, we're out by the pool or something. And I looked towards the, the hotel and in the, the double window there. I don't know if you remember the English lady that was there. Yeah. Yeah. I saw her. Yeah. What? I didn't know what I didn't know what they looked like, but I'm like, wow, that's different. Yeah, huh. <laughs> I thought that was gonna be like a penthouse forum story. No. Oh no. What were we? Damn. six, seven years old. We oh, I'm not gonna believe this, but this really happened to me. <laughs> this actually happened. <laughs> no, it just kind of froze me. I remember waking up that's at funny. Rita's house and Rita had no eyebrows on. That's scary. Wow. That's like Jaws. You know? <laughs> that, that'll freak you out. That was a little scary. That was uh, my. That's what she's. What is how? How was she related to us? Because Grandpa married her later in life, and she's not grandfather's wife. At all. She's our grandfather's wife. wife. Kind of our step grandmother. Well, yeah. Uh, no, uh, Mark called her my father's husband. <laughs> uh, my father's wife. My father's wife. My father's wife. Wouldn't call her anything else. But I won a big, uh, her daughter, I won that big uh, photo contest. Remember, I won $2. Black, the black and white. Very. Yeah, two bucks. That was and a big you know one. what? She looks the same, too. Her daughter looks just like me. Really? She was just cute like as that. hell yeah. as a baby. Yeah, yeah, is she, she still? Adult. Yeah. Yeah. She's but exactly. Anyway, we're getting in the no one yeah. cares about this but us phase. We're in the weeds. Uh, but I did, I thought, I'm glad we had this conversation because the one thing that I'm not a parent and I give both of you credit because I can't even imagine what it must be like to raise kids in the environment that exists today. And if I take it one step further with COVID, with the lockdowns and having to make sure they're doing the schoolwork, I can't even imagine what that must be like. And I give you guys a lot of credit and I'm glad I have two dogs I know there are times when I regret not having children, especially like baseball games. Like Steve, when I see you with Nick or Ralph, I see you with your boys. 
Uh, I think about that and I get a little bummed out, but I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't get that as much as I enjoy just having dogs. That's funny. Cause I'm really envious of your life. So I guess well, we're even the grass is always greener. Isn't it? <laughs> it's always greener. I just, every once in a while I go, God, I can't imagine. Cause the thing with having a kid is you just, you, once you have the kid, you're worrying about that kid. Well, that's right. You drop dead. Your priority. And you just can't right. shake right. that. That's right. the problem. And right. you add this and the responsibility, right. which is very difficult when you're trying to right. work and you know, I'm not, I'm no better than anybody else or worse, but it's hard and it's hard on them. Right. Think about no, being a 17-year-old kid listen, having to spend his senior year in his room online trying to do – Listen, the impact of this is going to last for a long time. Right. You because these know kids are not happen. learning the way they should be. And right. unfortunately, the kids who would do well in school normally are the kids that are going to do well online. The kids who struggle are going to struggle far worse doing it the way they're doing no, it. No, it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. So, so. Uh, I, I feel for these kids. I really, really do. And I hope – I hope we get out of this sooner rather than later. But again, I give you guys and Patty and Marie, I give you guys all credit. Uh, you've got, you've done a great job with your kids. And I think a big part of that is frankly, the way we were raised. I think that's part of why you guys, you know, do the jobs that you do with your kids. But no, I, I told you, I told you last week, I can never measure up to what they did. Can't, it's not even close. And, and to Zero. your point, Ralph, we were, we were lucky to have the parents we had yeah. that, that was involved in our lives, but not to the point where like we'd be pissed off if they don't show up to something. You know what I mean? Cause we, we, they came with a lot of stuff, but if they didn't come, we weren't t- angry. No, they were not helicopter parents at all. No, 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 no. no. That's, so, that was, that was one of that's, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and we, they allowed us enough freedom to do what we wanted. Yeah. But they were still, you know, they were really supportive. Yeah. So anyway, but again, I can't do the same for these kids, so it's it's difficult. But we'll we'll get through it. Everybody, well, you do the best it. you can. Let them watch whatever movies you want. It doesn't matter. Damn right. Um, but uh, Steve, what'd you think? Did you have a good time on this? I did. I did. Good. I have to One be these- more prepared. More prepared next time. With the, the whole internet, point of this you know? is not to be prepared, Steve. Steve, I forget every time you ask me. I forget. Like I know movies and I forget them. I forget. You know the why, actors. Steve? Uh, the the other one we do is so prepared because everyone watches the same movie. Everyone does the same research. So this is kind of nice to just kind of be extemporaneous. Uh, and it's you got to think about word. it. That's a good word. That's a that's, that's a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. Um, Those are big nice words to, to me. You know that, right? Okay. Uh, you, I know. You put boilers in, right? Is that what you're saying? Right. You're trying to you're, you're trying a to play grease that monkey. Card? Yeah. You're a grease monkey, monkey right? <laughs> I'm a Maybe maker. what we'll do, we'll I'm have you back. Ralph, you are Ralph, a maker. Yeah, he was late for Young Frankenstein. because Ralph we doesn't a, like it, but we could do Seinfeld. I can't, I, I, I'm out. You like Seinfeld, right, Steve? Uh, yeah, but I'm not. Oh, there you go. Oh, thank you. Crazy. Oh, all right. Well, forget it then. We'll do something else. Uh, you know what? Next time, uh, maybe uh, we, we- got to get our sisters on. At well, that's what I was too. just going to suggest. Maybe what we'll do is we'll get Patty and Marie on for one, uh, maybe like around Thanksgiving, I'm thinking. Maybe we could, because what I'd like to do is show some of the videos that dad took in 1980, where we just stuck the camera up there and kind of reminisce about that. I think that would be funny. And I think people, you know, everybody's family was the same, except we recorded it. And if we only put four of us on, we can call it the four Qs, right? That'd be fun. Or five of us, five well, Q, whatever. We'll work it out. I, I got to say that dad has definitely brought uh, the three boys, anyway, into the video world and photography oh, yeah. world. We talked 100%. about that last week. He went in a because- hawk. He went in a hawk to buy video equipment where they had no money. It all started with that, with, uh, yeah. with, with dad. 100%. Well, it started with the Super 8 movies. I'm saying his his love of photography and what he was doing. He's he's got you know Steve and I got our first camera because he was 
teaching us how to make black and, you know, process. Hey, how black about this? Da- uh, Steve's on community auditions. Dad sets up the super eight and uh, a cassette recorder to record the sound and the, and the video. And it was just on the TV. I mean, come on, who does my that? kids, my kids have followed my lead because I always would, uh, when I do videos, I would always set it up with, all right, what's going on today? Tell us what's going on. And they would, Nick does it all the time now. It's, it's hilarious to see because they, it, it's just exactly. Yeah, I always that. start with, yeah, tell me what day it is. What's the date? Right. Yeah. Hey, I found that old video on? of my 70s party, Steve. Oh, my God. When you guys came down. Oh, my God, is right. Well, I it's have a, videos of that, too. It's a riot. On the other side. Yeah, it's a riot. I didn't realize how much Billy Flaherty and uh, Dawn were were dirty dancing while I was passed out on the floor until I saw oh. that video. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Was, uh, uh, who's was Dawn, Ralph? Was his girlfriend at the time? Dawn's second wife. Dawn's Billy second was, wife? I don't know. Second you know what? You said Dawn's second wife. My second wife, yeah. Dawn. Who loved Billy? Billy Flaherty spent a lot of time down here with us. He had a girl down there, right? I, I don't. We played yeah, softball together. He he held uh, Dawn's hair when she was throwing up one time. Held the back of her hair. Nice, Dawn. If Always you're watching a, this, please don't subscribe. <laughs> no, she'll unsubscribe quick. All right, listen. We've gone. Yeah, we've gone. Yeah, we've gone long, way long, way long. Uh, Ralph will fix some of this in post. There's nothing uh, to fix. Anything I can do to improve my video or anything? Nothing no, to fix. You're fine. Uh, you froze. We picked times, up the conversation. You, yeah. When you froze, good. yeah, we picked it up and we kept talking. It was, it was good to have you on. It was good to reminisce. We appreciate you coming on. If you no have problem. any pictures you might want to send me that might add to this. Anything related to what we were talking about. Growing up as kids or whatever. Yeah. Send them. Uh, okay. Send them. We'll, we'll put them in here. All right, by, everybody. By, by, by we, he means me, but that's, that's what he means. Uh, listen, it's, everybody, it's we really appreciate you guys taking the time to watch this. Once again, uh, hit the like button, hit the notification button. We, we, He's we're talking really to our viewers now. I got Nobody's. It. Trish uh, King, I hope. Uh, Ralph King. I hope Bish King <laughs> is watching this because I, I got to confess. Really Trish and Tommy Sacramento are watching tonight. I what was that, so. Steve? I might have to Did talk to he... Dave, Dave Carter. I might have to talk to him, let him know. I I'm gonna, I'm friends with Trish on, on Facebook. I'm going to make you sure are? she knows about this one. Okay. Don't you worry about I it. I had a huge crush on her. I can admit that. She Who did? She's, and by the way, she, she looks she... the exact same. I know. She hasn't she changed a bit. Like she's bathing Fields, in That's blood. Right. I know it. Bam, you There's hit it, no Steve. Way. Yeah, Steve. You hear what he just said? What? Trish looked like Sally Fields. 100%. Well, that's – Steve, before we go, any man crushes? Forget it. Uh, don't don't movie, give me one. Steve. Movies. Not, That's Ralph's thing. Not right. real. No, not real. Okay. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Okay, there's good. Absolutely nothing one. wrong with that. Nothing Ralph I can think of. brings up four every podcast. Oh, Brad Pitt. There's nothing wrong with that, Ralph. Brad Kevin Pitt. Costner. Burt Reynolds. I just saw Waterworld again. Oh, classic. Twenty-five. The polar I didn't like it at first. I watched melted. it. Now. And um, he was in Inglorious Bastards. What's his name? Fastbender. Steven, a woman, a celebrity from any era, the way she looked in that era, who would you pick? Bob Reed. For my dream of Jeannie, that era? That's a good pull. That's a good pull. Wow, that is a good pull. Very good. You know what? He's 100% right, too. I forgot about her. Wow. He fueled a lot of dreams. John probably said Raquel Welch. I thought you were going to say (laughs) the English. You saw the podcast. I I thought he was going to say the English lady in the window down the Cape, but. He went with all the <laughs> No, work. not at the time. That was just, it was just Ralph odd. said Angelica like... Houston. I, I said what? one of them. Look which at the look one? on his face. <laughs> which one? That tells what it movie? all. Yeah. Didn't exactly. matter. Um, Spinal Tap. She was cute in that. She, I'd she, have to see that. 
She built the stone heads, the little stone heads. I'm going to go back and look at that, Ralph. She All right, listen, we yeah. got to go. It's going on too long. People, we've lost people it's after nine minutes. It's been a pleasure. Minute. Thank you very yeah. much. Thanks for coming on. Part of it. Thanks Everybody for being out here. there, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Thanks a lot, Bye, guys. Bye. See you. Bye.